The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, as, you know, as we make our way through um, Ash Wednesday, this, uh, this first day of Lent, and I start to think as, you know, I'm reciting the passage, whether or like how how much worse for where I look, you know, like don't let others see what you're doing. I'm like, I know I've got this big cross on my forehead already, right? And I'm just like, yeah, can people see just how much I'm lacking for nutrition today? You know, it's like, what what can people see or not? And uh, and of course, um, we're gonna persevere through it anyway. But this is this is a it's a great little passage for us as we begin. Our, um, our Lenten observance, uh, because it gives us exactly the, the form, the structure that we need for Lent. Yeah? And it's clear here, straight from Jesus. So no interpretation on the part of Father Daniel, no one standing between you and Jesus as he speaks these words to you. What does he say? He, does he say, if you give alms, if you pray, if you fast? No. He doesn't. He says, when, when you give alms, when you pray, when you fast. This is why these are the traditional Lenten disciplines. Right? These are, this is why, you know, for, for the better part of 2,000 years, the church has held to and put forward these particular disciplines, prayer, fasting, and, and almsgiving, as the, the kind of um, the, the means of our uh, entering into this holy season in every practical way. And so we likewise have to, I don't like the way that sounds, we, we get to this holy season, we get to overcome ourselves and live for God and his purposes through the practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Yeah, did you hear the subtle difference between you have to pray, fast, and give alms, and you get to pray, fast, and give alms? I don't know. Maybe because we're, you know, into that hour of Ash Wednesday, we're thinking, ah, I don't know. If I didn't have to do this, I wouldn't be doing this, you know? But not, not so. 
We have to do it as part of, as part, as members of God's holy people. But the call is itself a privilege. The call to be a member of God's holy people. The call to be a member of Christ's own body. And we didn't choose that for ourselves either. Right? God, cho- God chose us for the task. And he wants to equip us for it. This is why we get this particular passage at the beginning of Lent. Not, not only because it gives us the tr- traditional Lenten disciplines, but because this is right in the heart of Jesus' teaching. This is the beginning of the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel. Right? The, the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew runs chapters 5, 6, and 7. And this is the beginning of, of chapter 6. Jesus, is, uh, Jesus has gathered a people to himself to become his people, to become God's new chosen people, his holy people, And now he is at work to renew them so that they can be his renewed people, bringing renewal to all of creation. So uh, you thought the task was, was hard when we were going through it and saying, when you pray, fast, and give alms. In fact, the task is much harder than that. Praying, fasting, and giving alms in many ways is a preparation for the task that is being entrusted to you. I'm, I've given up being distracted this Lent, so you'll, you'll excuse my not looking over. <laughs> I'm glad I got a little chuckle at least. <laughs> we're doing okay. Look, you're, the idea is we're taking on penances. You're not supposed to look miserable, so wake up. Oh, no, just, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this whether or not you do. That's the sad thing. I'm very much an Andy Kaufman-style comedian. So, yes, look, okay. The task is much greater. The task is greater. You have to love, and I'm giving you your first opportunity of Lent to do it. You have to love me. Yeah, that's right. Yes. No, I have to love you, so I'm going to get to the point. This is, this is the challenge for us. We, we are inclined to our own ways. We're self-centered. We're self-absorbed. Oh, he's, surely he's not speaking to me. I'm not self-absorbed or self-centered. Yeah, you are, okay? And you realize that when you start denying yourself, right? When you say, okay, it's Ash Wednesday, I can't eat meat. You wake up at 6, 7 in the morning, the first thing you think of is a big juicy hamburger, you know? It's like our, our desires are unruly, yeah? And they, and they lead us astray, they, and, and they're totally centered, uh, kind of caved in on ourselves, isn't it? And that's really the nature of sin, is to be caved in on ourselves. We need this holy season to make us fit to love, to love God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And these practices that we take on, yes, take on, I have to say it in as clear as day language, right? Take on a practice in each of those categories, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Prayer, okay? I don't know what it is, whether it's a a few minutes more or a particular prayerful meditation, right? More time set aside, or it's just, you know, we're we're going to, we're going to stay focused when we go to pray. We're going to make sure that we're offering our hearts to God every day. We have to take on some particular thing, something that at the end of the day, you can, you can look back and say, oh yeah, I did it. I check off the box. Yeah, for prayer, for fasting, the same thing. You have to give something up. 
I know there are priests over the course of, I don't know, probably the past 30 years, it's really not that long a period of time, who would have said, oh, you don't, you don't have to give something up. Yes, you do have to give something up. Yet that's what fasting means. And Jesus just told you, you have to do it. I told you this wasn't me, it was Jesus who told you you had to do it. You have to give something up. And we can fast in any number of ways, right? Not eating a food, a particular food, especially one we like, that's very good. Fasting, the way that the church prescribes today, we could execute the entire season, right? Which is three meals, two smaller meals, not adding up to the reasonable size meal. Yeah, this is, that's a very simple fast. We could do that. You could not eat candy. That's a great sacrifice. It's a great sacrifice for me. I don't know. Am I, I, but here's, an, here's another point. Don't let your sacrifice become someone else's penance. Right? So my giving up candy becomes a penance for you. Then I have to reconsider what I'm doing. Yeah? And then, of course, I have to give alms. Now, give it, can I say giving straight? I'll give it to you straight. Giving alms is actually what you give over the 10%. That is the tithe that is due to the church. Pin drop. Yeah, I know. Okay, so <laughs> I'll keep going. I look, I don't know. I'm not offering this in, in terms of uh, like as a way to condemn anybody. I'm just offering what, I'm offering what the spiritual disciplines are so that you have an opportunity to take them on. And there's space for all of us to grow. So, yes, we, can, we, we set course, we set, we set the task, we get to the end of the day, we check it off, or we don't. If we don't check it off, we come to God in repentance. Right? Lord, we want to go your way, but I just I can't get out of my own way in order to do it. I want to be full of you, Lord, but today I was just a little too full of myself. Right? And there's no, condem there's no condemnation there. This is a great invitation. It's an invitation to holiness. It's an invitation to deeper relationship with God. But how, and this is what I said about being self-centered and self-absorbed, right? Is that we have a hard time taking God up on the opportunity to grow closer to him. That's what he wants. That's what he wants the entirety of this Lenten season to be about. It's not a proving ground for ourselves. It's not a, it's not a point of comparison, to, to others, yeah, you know, like I look around and I see, okay, yeah, like I'm sure that person can only take on very small penances. They're very weak. <laughs> that person very weak, you know. Compared to me, I'm very strong. I can take on all the penances in the world. I can give up absolutely everything for, yeah, I know. I, I wish he'd give up preaching for Lent, you know. It's like, yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe it'll happen one day. This, but this is it for us, yeah, is growing in relationship with God, growing in holiness, and then growing in relationship with the people that God is entrusting to our care. And what is it? It's not an attitude of, what can I get? What can I get? What can I get? And this is the attitude that we see in the gospel, right? People performing their penances, their tasks, that are supposed to have them grow closer to God, they're doing it for the acclaim of others. Worthless. What matters is doing everything we do, right? Any little observance that we're going to take on this season. We have to do it out of love for God and with the intention to grow in love for Him, which means we don't, put, we don't have to put it on display. We probably shouldn't. Keep it to ourselves. Make it, make it a, a personal thing between me and the God who loves me, the God who wants to draw me into His life of love and have 
my life reflect that love for the people that he entrusts my care. Okay, this is it. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty simple season at the end of the day, praying, fasting, and giving alms. But, we give it, but in that act, in our praying, praying, fasting, and giving alms, we're turning our hearts and our lives over to the God who loves us. He delights in us. He delights in us. And he's given us this season that we might more deeply delight in him.